I remember the the night I decided not to like be a member of a church um I was just like talking with a friend and I was like yeah this kind of bothers me Mm, oh and this too and she was like oh well like what about this I'm like oh yeah that too and just like all of these things and I kind of slowly started to realize that like the things that I liked um did not surmount the things that I disliked and um I think that kind of scared me because I I don't know I was very devout and I was a a good member of the church for 17 years and I always thought like oh I'm never gonna leave this church like I love this church and um and I, I sometimes still can't believe that, like, I just, I don't love this church anymore. Um, and th- it's also interesting because when I decided to finally tell my mom, um, it kind of, well, it, the way it happened was interesting. Uh, so I had first told my dad. Uh, because he hadn't been to church in a few years, and he was really supportive of me, and he was like, yeah, well, like, I agree with you, like, all of these things that you, like, you have valid concerns, um, and so it was, it was really helpful, and I, I really think that I wasn't as nervous to tell my mom, um, and so my dad helped me through it, and he was like, he asked me questions that he knew my mom would ask me and um we just had like simulated conversations about it and I was really nervous because I I thought that she was gonna react very poorly and I mean I knew she would because it's I mean the church is her entire life not that that's a bad thing but it's just not in my life that much or and it never really has been um but I was planning on telling her when my brother left for college because my brother I mean he meddles in all things and I knew that he would get in the middle of this too somehow and so I decided to wait until that weekend when he was gone and so one day I was at home. I had, I think, skipped class or something. I don't know. But I was having lunch at home. And I was, like, talking with my mom. And I don't have the greatest relationship with her. And so it was, like, it was it was nice to be talking with her and, like, having fun. And it wasn't awful. Um, and she... Uh, I don't know, we were just having, we were having a good time, and then I went to my room, I think I was gonna go do some homework or something like that, and I brought a plate back out to the kitchen, and she was sitting there, and earlier in our conversation, she had gotten a phone call, and she kind of just let it go to voicemail, because she didn't recognize the number, and we were having a conversation, so it was not as important. And she, 
she said to me when I walked out, she was like, so that phone call I got, she just kind of looked at me. And I, I don't know how I knew or if I was just paranoid. And so I, that's how I knew. I'm not sure, but I knew that she, she had found out that I'm not wanting to be a member of the church anymore. And she looked at me and she was like, it was, it was Sister Garlic. And she was my old seminary teacher last year. And I had decided not to take seminary this year. And I just was like, oh, um, what'd she say? She was like, you're not enrolled in seminary. You told me you were enrolled in seminary. Like, what's, what's going on? And I don't know. I just, I couldn't lie to her. Well, I guess I already had saying that I had been in seminary, but I just decided to tell her the whole truth. I was like, I'm sorry, this is so complicated, and I promise I was going to tell you, which really doesn't sound very convincing when you've just been caught. Um, but I told her, I was like, I, I don't want to be a member of the church anymore. And the room just was silent. And she was like, okay. And I said, okay. And I left and I went back to my room. And I talked to my dad and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, she just didn't say anything. And like, I talked to my friends and they were like, oh, well, was, was she mad? And I was like, I don't know. She didn't say anything. She normally, like, she normally yells. But she didn't say anything. And I was just, I don't know really confused and when I had first written this essay about it um the conclusion was pretty rushed and I just kind of said that she told me she loved me no matter what and it didn't matter to her what choices I made and that is what she said but it kind of changed you know um I noticed that over time she started giving me like stricter rules like, I had to be home at 10.30 on school nights when before it was midnight. And um, and she got mad at me a lot more. She started taking away privileges from me for, like, seemingly, like, no reason. She would be like, oh, you didn't clean your room? Well, now you can't have Netflix at all. And I was like, oh, um, okay. And it was just, like, very harsh punishments that didn't really fit the crime, I guess you could say, and it's, I mean, it's been a while since, it's, I mean, months and months, I wrote this in September, and it's May, so it's been a long time, and she doesn't really say anything about it anymore, and I'm never really home, because I'm just so busy, so I'm not really sure if we would talk about it more, if I talked to her more, but I think it really just put a huge damper on our relationship. I'm, I'm really not, we're not in a good place. And it, it is not as happy of an ending as it was, um, like eight months ago, however many months that was. Um, so yeah, that, uh, it, it kind of sucks, but at the same time, like, I'm happy with the choices I made. And I'm sorry that she's not, but it isn't really her decision. So, 
that's that's the story and for now that's the end the the tentative end thank you <laughs>